We all have questions about coronavirus. Learning more about how it impacts women can help researchers find ways to prevent, treat, and beat it while ensuring the care we receive is tailored to our needs. You can help researchers understand more about how women have been affected by coronavirus by participating in Research Goes Red, the American Heart Association's joint collaboration between Go Red for Women and Virili's Project Baseline Initiative to form the largest, most engaged research community that's for women by women. Research Goes Red just launched a survey to better understand how women have personally been impacted by coronavirus whether or not they have it. We're in this together. The more we know about women and our overall health, the more lives we can save for generations to come. For more information about how you can drive science ahead, visit projectbaseline.com slash go red. That's www.projectbaseline.com slash go red. From Podcast One and the Lady Gang, are you ready for a relatable, unapologetic take on life? This is the Ladies Like Us podcast with Nazanin Mandy and Nadia Mohan. What's up? What's up? Happy Tuesday and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Ladies Like Us. I'm Nadia Mohan. And I'm Nazanin Mandy and you woke up chippery. <laughs> Very chippery. I like it. <laughs> I guess. It sounds slow. You're like, man. I know what's happening. My, <laughs> my Wi-Fi has been acting weird. Remember yesterday it went out. I don't know what's happening. Oh shit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's not the greatest either. So bear with us folks. Thank you guys so much for still listening despite, you know, the changes in quality of our audio and our show, but we're doing our best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like so over it. It sucks. Cause like listening back, you're like, damn, like things are, not yeah. sounding the best and we want it to, but it is what it is. We have to do what we have to do. Yeah. I was literally just telling Will, um, right before we started our producer, I was like, I have been trying all different rooms in our house uh-huh. trying to see like what audio sounds best because we have like high ceilings and we don't have carpet. So it's a lot of like, it's echoey and there's not a lot of good insulation for audio. So it's a little tricky, but we'll see. I'm in the bedroom today. And I'm on headphones, so <laughs> you sound no. You sound good. You sound it sounds good. good. Yeah, yeah. You sound good. Okay. Well, hopefully it stays like that. Of course, okay. I'm under LAX uh, or under the flight path. So she's under LAX. <laughs> yeah, under, I live under LAX. <laughs> <laughs> under the airport. <laughs> yeah, I live in that tunnel by the freeway. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, I live under the flight path of LAX, so we get like planes all day. Right. Messing up, like I get drop calls. It's so frustrating. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. So what's crack lacking Nas and name? I mean, I've noticed like things are starting to open up, which is yeah, which is interesting. Um, I'm not gonna be the first one out there, I can tell you that, but Right. <laughs> like, it's interesting. We'll, we'll be keeping our masks on for a while. Yes. For a long while. OC is like all OC is like all open now. That's so I've, crazy to me. Yeah. Like bars and restaurants open. So and like I don't, there's no I wonder if they like implemented any like social distancing boundaries 
in any way. I doubt it. I doubt it. But I doubt it because from what I've seen from people that, you know, all my friends that live in, in OC that post onto their stories, like I see them at bars and everything looks normal. I see people at restaurants, except like the waiters and staff, like they were wearing masks right, right at right. the restaurant. That was the one thing I saw. But the bars, like people were just out without masks, like like it was regular. So, it, it, and it's so be interesting to see. It is interesting, but it's also confusing because some places are very, you know, open and lenient like that, and other places people are fighting people in stores because they're not wearing masks. It's crazy. Yeah, it, that is really what is confusing about it all because it's like you see Atlanta. Atlanta is open, open. Like the nightclubs are open. People are out. <laughs> I, and, yeah. I can't imagine being at a nightclub right now. Yeah, hell no. You can't get me in a nightclub. Me neither. I mean, listen, the only reason I even went to nightclubs to begin with was because you and Miguel had a table. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. I can understand. I, mean, I probably wouldn't go otherwise unless it was somebody's birthday or something. Right, right, exactly. I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, and we're like, we're just getting to that point where it's like, oh, we've done this for so long. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're there because y'all are getting paid and the alcohol is free. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, like we're. Or it's somebody's birthday again. Like, yeah, exactly. I need seating. <laughs> yeah, me too. I need somewhere to put my purse safely. Right. My feet. Right. Yeah. For, <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. So no, it's it's true though. It's so inconsistent. That's what's really confusing. So, um, cause like LA, we're still going to like, is it July 4th? We're supposed to be going till. That's that what, what they, they said? said, which is also a very interesting date to like right to have it lifted right like people are gonna go hard i'm guessing like you know that it's fourth of july but again they're gonna go hard regardless i I don't think people really care anymore if they don't care they really don't care at this point so you know i don't know i'm yeah only time will tell it's just like china because they're like you know they're they're ahead of us so um what we've been hearing that they're starting to get outbreaks again because after reopening. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's scary. And I don't know, it's, it's all so unknown and uncertain and scary, but yeah, uh, we're going to have to like slowly start doing, I'm going to slowly start doing what I need to do. Um, yeah. I'm not going full throttle. Yeah. I mean, um, I feel like, you know, hairdressers and certain facilities they're going to adapt a new system and um you know not have multiple people in there at once or spread them out really far or like my hairdresser which is cool tiffany she um has she rents a studio at um phoenix like noah right noah does that to your hairdresser yes noah does so that's yeah so that's kind of nice because it's intimate and i know that it's just me her and her assistant you know what i mean yeah yes it's you feel (laughs) a lot better for sure yeah. And also shout out since we're talking about Tiffany, my hairdresser, Tiffany Figueroa, she just completed her PhD to become a licensed therapist. That's so amazing. it's amazing. I'm so proud of her. This woman is a boss bitch. She, ever since I met her, I can't, it's been like, whew, like maybe seven years ago or something. I met her. Mm-hmm. Um, she has just always been about her grind and on her grind. And she has put herself through school. She, um, 
still does hairdressing. Her goal is to open up her own salon very soon, all while being a doctor. And it's crazy. I know. That's amazing. It's just like anything you want to accomplish, if you balance it enough, if you have time management, like you can accomplish it with the right motivation. It's true. Yeah. She she was very determined. You have to have that determination to finish it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would see her posts like, like 3 a.m. She's still studying or she would go to the gym at like midnight, like just to get it in. I'm like, girl, right. you're amazing. That's so <laughs> amazing. Tiffany, congratulations. Yes, girl. Yeah, like, we can't take you to dinner or anything like that. Sorry. I know. I know. When the world comes back. <laughs> right. Exactly. But oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm so proud of her. So what else? We have... Um, over here at the Alcibar residence, we are trying to get our little house together. Nice. And yeah, I just, um, you know, in an attempt to kind of explore interior design and decor, mm-hmm. um, I've decided to just take on our condo as like my mini projects. So I'm taking little rooms and, you know, just trying to revamp them and add stuff to it. And so we're working on the patio right now. And I, we painted it. And then I'm going to create a little like, foliage wall little wall of greenery if you will (laughs) um and so yeah so we've just been all about like finding plants and yeah we're trying to get our green thumb because I normally kill everything so I'm really trying to like be good at that so we shall see um I that I commend you I'm not into the whole house plant thing not because I don't love them or think they're beautiful right or add like aesthetic. Um, I just know that I'm not going to be the one to take care of them. That's just yeah. like, not who I am. Yeah. But Miguel likes to try. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to buy him a book on how to not kill your house. Books like that exist, guys. I got it on Amazon. <laughs> was he uh, mad at you? <laughs> no, he laughed and he's like, I'm going to read this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me borrow that book <laughs> yeah no totally it's so and it's really cute like they did it really well so that's um, cool. yeah he's reading that right now <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. yeah you know what it is it's because it's a whole nother responsibility and yes. um, it's a living breathing creature and yes. it needs attention it needs water it needs food it needs sunlight and if you don't do those things it's gonna die and I think like Miguel like buys it with the best intention but he forgets because he's so busy and right it's not on his mind of priorities of things to do so that's usually what happens like I had to create like a schedule I write on my calendar like water Lisa that's the name of my one plant that I have surviving. No, that's 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 so smart like if and if I were to do it I would do it the same way yeah you have to um, but I'm just not even going to take that on because I know. Yeah, just buy fake plants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I just know that's, like, not – that's not happening for me. Yeah. That's so funny. Okay. You got to know your strengths and weaknesses. It's <laughs> right. not my strength. <laughs> just have Drew water them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could do that, but <laughs> – <laughs> He'll probably overwater them. <laughs> yeah, every day probably. Uh, but speaking of plants too, Omar and I, we are obsessed with like all competition shows, like uh-huh. <laughs> any competition show, you name it, we've watched it. Uh, so we found this new one and there's a lot of British ones on Netflix for some reason. I don't know what that's about, but we found this new one. It's called flower fight. I think. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like, it takes place in the UK and it's actually insane because these people create these huge structures. Like they'll give them a challenge and they'll say, okay, you're going to have to pick um, a fairy tale and create a huge structure made out of plants based on the fairy tale. That is so, really dope. Yeah, it's actually really cool. Like people get so creative. Like um, this one team, they did Rapunzel and okay. they put her in this tower and they put her hair coming down and it was all grass. It was great. I mean, super dope, super creative stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, but it's just so funny because him and I were watching and we're like, the, the UK British competition shows the competitors are so friendly, like towards in one another. Uh-huh. Like they, they like all form a bond and they're like best friends. And then when one person leaves, they start crying. Like, it's like, like as if they're leaving, like they're so bonded. It's so funny. Cause our shows are not like that. No, they don't give a shit over here. No, it's so funny over here. And like Omar loves watching, um, inked the tattoo one. And with Dave, Dave uh, Navarro hosts that one. And, like, they are so cutthroat and nasty to one another. Like, they'll throw each other all under the bus. And it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> like that's so sad. That's UK, very, very American of them. Yeah, exactly. It's so Man. funny to me, though. The shit, like, they're so kind. <laughs> but, yeah, that's if you guys, listeners, food. yeah, that's fun. We're, I don't know. We're just like, we've watched like all of them. So if there's any we haven't seen, guys, DM me competition shows on Netflix or whatever, because we are about that life. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but today we are going to do a little Ladies Like You episode, which is always fun, because then we get to hear what you guys are going through and what you guys have to say in your questions so yeah we're gonna have Aaron on and it'll be good Last week, we raved about Caldrea, and this week is no exception. Caldrea is a consciously crafted home and body care brand that combines thoughtful ingredients with delectable scents, making caring for ourselves and our homes a beautiful experience. Caldrea's line of hand care products includes both hand soaps and moisturizing lotions that are incredibly effective, thoughtfully formulated, and smells divine. Products use a combination of essential oils from flowers and herbs and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients. My fave right now is the lavender cedar leaf. It smells amazing and it leaves my hands so soft. Get free shipping on orders of $50 or more when you buy online at caldrea.com. That's C-A-L-D-R-E-A.com. Visit caldrea.com and add wonders to your washing. Hey ladies, it's Nazanin Mandy. First off, I just want to say thank you so much for being such loyal listeners. Nadia and I appreciate you tuning in every week to Ladies Like Us. We love you and hope you are staying happy and healthy. So I just launched a new fitness line called Infinity Fit, and they are full body resistance bands 
They are meant to build and maintain lean muscle. I also have some new workout videos out. If you are interested in the bands, you can go to theinfinityfit.com. What I love most about the bands is you can do them anywhere. You don't need a gym to use them. You can literally sit in front of your TV for five minutes, use the bands, and with consistency, you will notice a difference over time. So again, if you're interested, visit theinfinityfit.com for purchase. Thank you so much. Mwah. All right, guys, we're back, and we have the one and only Erin Courtney here. We love Hi. She's so honest. She's so fun, and yeah, she'll give you the real. So let's start hey. with question <laughs> number one. What's the hardest thing one should overcome in order to be ready to be in a relationship? Mm. Wow. That's a great question. It Who is. Just stab at it. <laughs> um, as quirky uh, and like cliche as it sounds, like finding that self-love within is so important before getting in a relationship. Yeah. Um, if you don't love yourself, if you don't fuck with yourself, how is anybody going to love you to the capacity that you deserve? Right. That's going to be first and foremost. Yeah. yeah. That's number one. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And then I would say other than loving yourself, knowing what you want. Yeah. Because you can mm-hmm. be attracted to someone and you can want to be with someone because they intrigue you. But if it's not what you want and you don't know what you want, it's going to fail. Because you're not going to appreciate it. You're not going to know what to do with it. You, you need to know. You have to sit with yourself and figure out what it is that you like and what you want. Yeah. It's funny because when I first heard that question, I was like, I don't know how to answer that because every time I've come into a relationship, I was not ready. <laughs> so, but that's honest though. That's or, honest. Or, or you don't think you were ready. Maybe you right. were ready. You just didn't know you were. Yeah, like exactly. So Especially I mean, with your situation because you had been in a 13-year relationship. So you knew what right. you wanted because you knew what you didn't want. Yeah, Just because you felt like you were ready right you know or weren't ready didn't mean that you didn't know what you wanted right that's very true I did know what I wanted and the second time you know um coming into this into a new relationship for me like Erin said um that was the one thing that I had on me well two things I did I did love myself and know what I deserved right and and therefore I knew what I wanted and what I wouldn't put up with so I did go into this new relationship knowing that. However, it was a slow start for us, for me to get to that point where I was like, okay, we're in a relationship because I needed to take that personal time for myself to just feel it out, go slow, test the waters, not have any labels or expectations because that's essentially what a relationship becomes is like you go from hanging with this person that you really like you know, having a sexual relationship, intimate relationship, uh, um, friendship, and then all of a sudden it, you're calling it a relationship and you are now my boyfriend and I'm your girlfriend. So what is the difference between those two? Right. To me, it's the expectations that, that you have from one another and that just that responsibility um, that you should carry for one another just to have each other's back. It's, a, it's an extra level of responsibility. So... Mm-hmm. I think if you're not ready for that, and that's, that's when I wasn't ready for that because I had been in that and I was like, let me just take my time, take it easy 
and we'll see what happens. And when I was ready, 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 I felt it and knew it and I was good with it and I gave it the green light. <laughs> no, for so. sure. And, and every That's story what- is different. And I wanted to also add, um, being <laughs> as, as healed as possible. <laughs> right. You know, and, and not, not bringing in the other bullshit from your past relationships is really agreed. Yeah. And, and that is sometimes very hard Yeah, because you may think you're healed and you think you got it and you think you're, and then you get, and then you get triggered. Right. Boom. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Here comes the triggers. (laughs) That's funny that you say that Nadia and not too, because, um, I am actually currently in that situation Mm -hmm. where I like a guy and he likes me a lot. Mm-hmm. a lot he likes me a lot and it's scary as f <laughs> and i'm newly out of a relationship a year ago and i'm like am i ready to do this again right do i hold out like what mm-hmm. am i doing and it's right. not even like he's not what i want because my god wow but it's just like whoa like am yeah. i ready right so i don't say like know what you want and know that you're ready lightly because that's just not light no it's like it's it's yeah so yeah very interesting i think the most important element in all of this um is that you communicate all of this and you're very upfront and honest about how you feel what you came out of just everything that you're feeling tell that person tell your partner so that they know and they don't think that you're just either one stringing them along or you're just not taking them serious and and they're not you know they're they're gonna take it personal and think that is it, is it me? Is it, I'm not good enough. I'm, you know, and you don't want to create that in somebody that's, that's not fair either. And I also was seeing, um, when we got a lot, we got so many questions, by the way, guys, thank you so much. It was a lot this time, a lot of good ones. So we'll probably carry more onto another episode because there was just so many good ones, but it was a common theme that I was seeing too with that was that women were in relation or they were with guys that they really liked but the guys were not pulling the trigger and saying, let's be in a relationship. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So in a, you know, it's, it's the reversal of that. And so it's just interesting to see that we are justifying it this way. But when we hear it from a woman, we say, Oh, he's not that into you move on. Like if he knows, he'll know if he wants to be with you. And if he's not, then move on. Like that's a, that's a great normal, point. You know that's what I mean? It's not interesting. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. That's a great point. So, he doesn't you know, know what he wants. He's just being a man. And that's not true. Maybe he's not sure. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's not sure. Maybe that's, he's yeah. not ready. And mm-hmm. so yeah. that communication is so important that you talk about that because that your answers are there, you know, and, and maybe he's going through the same thing that, that I went through, that you're going through, Aaron, that, that he's just not ready for that level of commitment. He loves you. He's into you. He likes you, whatever, but he's not ready for the commitment. So you got to have those conversations. Boom. Boom. Okay, what's next? All right, question number two. Some healthy ways of communications in any type of relationship. I'm an Aries fire sign. (laughs) And a little (laughs) bit sometimes. So I'm wondering what tools would be useful in bettering communication with others. All right. Let's talk about this Aries thing first. (laughs) As an Aries fire sign myself. (laughs) As an an Aries rising slash ascendant. (laughs) 
stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Aaron and I know about this. <laughs> yeah. And and not to mention, I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo son, so I'm double fire. I yeah. hate you, girl. I'm, I'm, I'm energy to the death of it. Fire on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so it's interesting. Um, I will speak from my personal experience. I went from not being a great communicator, or so I thought. At least I wasn't communicating as much as I do now because I've mm-hmm. learned myself and know. And it's just come with age um, and experience. But I didn't used to communicate a lot, um, not as much as I should, and it creates a lot of problems. So then you're like, okay. I don't communicate enough. Now I can, now I need to communicate. And as an Aries fire sign, you're just like gung ho. Like I'm a communicator. Like and you communicate everything that is like not even important. And it's just like too much. So, and right now. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you definitely have to find that balance of, I don't want to say, sit here and say not everything needs to be communicated, but it can be a lot, especially if you're a female with a male. Omar is a Libra. I was becoming, I was communicating everything and it was just becoming too much for him. And he was just like, yeah, you're really good at expressing your feelings. I get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess you just have to follow your instincts and know when it's important to speak up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I'll, I'll, something will bother me. And then I'll, I'll think to myself, is this really that important right now? Is this, is this going to affect our relationship? Is this going to be a problem later down the road? Like pick your battles. Yeah. You have to pick your Mm -hmm. battles. Um, if it's a reoccurring one, maybe take note first couple of times, but if it keeps happening, then you got to say something. Mm -hmm. Um, and try to come at that person with empathy and compassion and not pointing your finger and being aggressive. And I think like, that also changes the whole narrative of the communication because they, if somebody comes at you that way, they're going to be defensive, you know? So I'll add to that. I'll yes. add to that part, the empathy and compassion thing. Um, Maddie, please. Um, one thing, <laughs> one thing that I learned <clears throat> um, was, well, actually I'll, I'll step back and say this. I read the four agreements when I was maybe 24, something like that. Mm -hmm. And that really helped me learn empathy and compassion. Mm. It also helped me. I mean, well, it helped me look at people like, Hey, all right, you're going through something. I understand that. I might not understand exactly what it is, but it's not my place to judge what you're going through and how you're responding to me or, um, Mm. you know, what may be happening in this situation. And I also might be taking it wrong. So mm-hmm. let me chill out. Let me step back and try to understand where you're coming from right. instead of like spewing all of my very fiery, ragey feelings upon you mm-hmm. because I need to get them out, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that definitely helped me. If you haven't read that book, I would say definitely read that book um, and it'll help you just give people a little more slack. Like, yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> also I will say that my ability to, um, not share every single solitary thing that I feel came with age. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because, because I feel a lot. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um, 
so that was a thing too. Um, I, I definitely had a need to, and I'm, I'm sure this comes from my Leo and my Aries side to share everything that I felt because mm-hmm. I just felt it so necessary. Um, and I think with age, you just learn to figure out what's important to you. Mm-hmm. What is actually important? What is going to make or break our communication? And what is something also that I need to accept about you and uh, how you are, who you are as a person that I may not completely agree with, but I also can't change it. Right. So right. what is it that I need to like figure out about you? That's like, oh, okay, this is who you are. All right, cool, cool, cool. Let me get in my mind and accept this and not let it trigger me so much because it's not about me. It's mm-hmm. you. It's like what you're doing in your life. And it literally has nothing to do with me. And I need to chill. Exactly. So. And also temporary um, feelings can sometimes just be temporary and just spur of the moment. Yeah. And like, for me, I, I can get upset really quickly about things, but I get over it really fast. Like it's mm-hmm. this, as long as I'm just like, oh, I just got to like feel the emotion and then I just push it out and then I'm over it. And yeah. you have to be mindful of that too, because it's like, you could be over it an hour later, but you've spewed all these feelings and emotions and everything onto your partner. And they're just like, what's happening? And you're like, oh, I'm fine now. So aren't you? And you're like, yeah. And they're no. like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. They need time to process it and it's not on your timeline and you have to right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, what from what Aaron was saying before about chilling out, hence why we use the pause method. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the yeah. pause method, guys, is very important tool. It, it Instead of reacting right away, like how we really want, most of us really want to, just take that moment to pause do you need to step outside and take a deep breath? You, like, what is it that you need to do? But just pause. Don't react. Gather your thoughts and how you really, truly, deeply feel about this situation. Mm-hmm. And it, it allows you to decide, is this really worth it? Is this really how I feel? Am I just reacting off emotion? Like, just pause and then you can react. And it, it, I promise you that reaction will be, you'll be more collected and you'll say what you really mean. And it'll be better communication. I mean, I love this method. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely, very, it's very important. <laughs> I, I like I'd like to give uh, Nadia the credit for teaching me that uh, maybe about four years ago, four or five years ago, um, she would literally when I would come to her event about something that I was really fucking upset about, she would literally stop me in my tracks and say, "Is it the right time? <laughs> Is this the right time? Is this the right time for this right now?" And I'm like. No, but I don't care. <laughs> She's like, stop. Pause. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. It's so That's pause. <laughs> uh, I wonder if there is a thing called the pause method out there. Like, well, you, you just created it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Love it. <laughs> Calm your fire, Aries sister. <laughs> right. Okay. So I have um, another question. Okay. So I've been with my boyfriend for a year and of course our anniversary falls on June 1st and we, and we will still be in quarantine. What are some ways I can make it memorable from all the other times we spend together already since we can't go out? Oh, sucks so bad. I know. Um, so I mean, my, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, go, go. You go. Okay. 
Um, my friend did something for me that was really cute uh, recently. Um, and it wasn't for any special occasion. He just has been dying to take me on a trip. So since we can't go anywhere, we got a hotel room in Santa Monica. Uh-huh. And the hotels are being really clean right now. They're actually um, quarantining rooms for three days apiece after cleaning. And oh, wow. they are, yet yeah, they're not letting people stay in rooms side by side. So they have two rooms, empty rooms uh, in the middle of each occupied room on each floor. So it's kind of cool. So it's still very safe um, during quarantine. Um, but we got a um, really cute hotel room in Santa Monica. It was really high up. So you could see the beach the from the balcony and the view. Nice. It was really, really cute. And um, we got food and we had dinner on the balcony. And mm-hmm. it was just really nice. So um, maybe just like a staycation. Airbnb, they're still popping. All yeah. the hotels are still available. So maybe just a staycation would be right. cute. I think I love that. I think that's a great yeah. idea. I was just going to say like a picnic, (laughs) like somewhere, because like, it's tricky with this quarantine laws. Um, Are there certain places? Yeah, Yeah. like, where where could you go? Yeah, I mean, it's hard. You would have to, oh, you know, a cute idea I saw actually was um, a couple, they had a truck. And they had a picnic in the back of the bed of their truck. That's cute. And they pulled over by the beach. So they didn't get on the beach. They didn't, you know, leave their area. They stayed in the bed of their truck and they had a picnic and they had food, which is a really cute idea, I think. You watch the sunset, like that's super chill. Or like create something at your house. You know, you don't have to leave your place. Uh You You can have a romantic dinner at your house. You can cook together. You can look up you know, recipes and cook together, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Or you could take like a cooking class together online. Right. You online. Know, like how you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be cute. You could build a fort like Omar and I. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be cute. That's exactly. <laughs> um, it's all about creating a mood too, you know, like yeah. get some, order some fun lights on Amazon. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. Club yeah. Create, create a club. We did that for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. But she was, I mean, it's, it's really tricky to find that. Actually, a lot of the questions, I'm trying to find one right now, but a lot of the questions that we were getting to were from people that were, had just met somebody before quarantine and they were like hitting it off and everything was great and going great. And then uh-huh. quarantine just cramped their style. And so now they're like, what do I do? Do I still pursue this person? Uh, There was one girl I know that she met him. They were on vacation and they met in like Louisiana or something like that. And they both live in different states. So it's just like, what do you do? Cause she's a lot like, of a lot of Zoom, a lot of face, a lot of Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then honestly, if the conversation isn't holding up to the physical or you know in, in person attraction, then that just might not be it. They might not that, be the vibe. Let that's it go. A good test. It's a good that's test. That's true. Yeah, that is a good test. Yeah, because mm-hmm. now is all you have is that communication. So, I and think that my, mental connection. Yeah, and I think don't. I, I personally, I wouldn't put any labels on it or say like you're my boyfriend or anything like that because it's like how can you? You're so far apart. Oh yeah. But now is the time to build that bond and get to know one another on a deeper level. Like have those phone calls and zooms. That's that's all you have. So, yeah, 
also too like um those uh, uh, okay my my friends you guys call these games Aaron games um <laughs> but i have these games that i love to play um and you know this is not a plug or anything but i love these games from best self from we are not strangers or we're not really strangers i think it's called Mm-hmm. Um, those are good games. They're like prompt games to help you ask questions, like uh, intimate questions, fun questions. Yes. Like icebreakers. Uh, icebreakers. Mm-hmm. And, 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 oh, there's one called Icebreaker. Absolutely. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah. So those are really good for like when you're in quarantine and you can't or you've run out of conversation just to help you like get to know a person. That'll also teach you how to communicate mm-hmm. because you kind of got to be intimate when you talk about, you know, yourself and your life or whatever it is. So yeah. that's a really good idea too. No, I love- also it's good for, you know, couples that have been together for a long time. We actually just oh, bought yeah. an intimacy game because we're like, let's just play something fun between us mm-hmm. two. And mm-hmm. that also like reignites and it's fun. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I forgot about that about you. Mm-hmm. Or like, mm-hmm. that's something new I didn't know. So even if you have been together for a long time, like those games are really fun. Yeah, they're, they're incredible. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Okay, I have one. Okay, she said, love you girls. My question is, how do you deal with comparing yourself to other women on social media, specifically body-wise and success-wise? How do you build self-confidence? That is a great question. (laughs) Right. Wow. It is. Because, go. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, building self-confidence, it's it's an ever-evolving thing. You don't just one day say, now I'm self-confident and I can conquer the world. Self-confidence, it's it's something you have to practice daily. Your self-confidence is triggered daily, i.e. Instagram, looking at all of these pictures of women who a lot of them don't look like that in person. Let's be really honest. Some of them do, and I've seen it, but some of them don't. So it's, it's just one of those things where like self-confidence, you have to practice and build on the daily. And yeah. it's so important to remember that because there are days where like, I don't feel self-confident. There are days where I'm like, am I really going to pursue and really make it? Like there's the, it happens to all of us, mm-hmm. you know? And, and then there's other days where I'm like, shit, I'm doing it. And I don't give mm-hmm. a damn. And like, I feel amazing. So building self-confidence is First of all, being self-compassionate mm-hmm. and knowing that, you know, things take time and it's okay if you're not your best self tomorrow, but mm-hmm. you are the next day. You know, it's mm-hmm. about trying not to put so much pressure on yourself, which is so yeah. hard. I battle mm-hmm. with that daily. Mm-hmm. Your critical um, self needs to take a seat for a second. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. You know, and it's also important to remember that every woman is dealing with something, mm-hmm. you know, and not yeah. every woman is walking around the most confident person in the world. So you're and not- most of those girls that you're looking at who you mm-hmm. wish that you look like are mm-hmm. dealing with some sort of insecurity oh, themselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're in, or yeah. they're dealing with some other deeper shit that they're not talking about, you know, so nothing's perfect. No one's perfect. And self-confidence it, for me, I know it's going to be like a, a lifelong um, journey. I don't want to say mm-hmm. battle because I don't want to put it in a negative space. It's going to be a lifelong journey and I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's interesting yeah. To, to see too that I feel like um, 
there are some women that just naturally have more self-confidence and they've just always been like that, that they just don't let other things rattle them or shake them up. And I'd be curious to see where that comes from and why they have that. And I I think think I know, I I was gonna say, I think a lot of it has a lot to do with our own mothers and Mm -hmm. how they carry themselves, how, yeah, how they talked about their own bodies. Because I know for, for my, uh, my family, my mom, she, she would pick apart herself a lot to me, like not to me, but just inadvertently in front of me, like, Oh, I wish I had smaller shoulders or just little tiny things that we all bitch about. But as a child, you hear that you're constantly hearing that. And it's a subconscious thing that gets implanted into your brain that you're like, Oh, I should have little small shoulders. I should look like this. I should be this and this and this, because this is what my mother's standard of beauty is. Right. You know, so that, That's an interesting thing to, to remember and think about if you're a mother, if you have a child who's listening. Because um, I know, like, that reminds me of what you guys were talking about, <laughs> you and Vanessa. Um, just even sim- as simple as hair and changing your hair oh, yeah. if you want to go into that. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so just quickly, I am currently um, working on a – little documentary <laughs> so excited about this um <laughs> uh, working on a little documentary about the way that <clears throat> young black girls trauma bond with their hair and if you don't know what trauma bonding is trauma bonding is basically um the way that you respond to your trauma triggers the, uh, just kind of based on how you grew up and if you were abused or if you were neglected physically mentally any kind of way of neglect um, how you now form relationships and how you um, just basically like how you respond to people, but no one talks about how people like specifically young black girls respond to the way that their hair is like literally grows out of their head mm-hmm. and how they don't want to wear it that way. How European beauty standards have basically made us feel like we need to have straight hair in order to feel beautiful. We need mm-hmm. to have light skin in order to feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like nobody talks about what that does to a young black girl, especially a young black girl being raised in an adoptive or foster situation by a white family mm-hmm. who when she doesn't have anybody around her who looks like her at all. So there's no way for her to, and not only do they not look like her, they don't know anything about her. They don't know how mm-hmm. to do her hair. They don't mm-hmm. know how to care for her skin. So she is literally learning absolutely nothing about herself and, and what she's seeing, which is how children learn, is what her mother is mm-hmm. doing for herself. Right. And that's not the way that we care for ourselves as black women or colored women. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so nobody talks about that. And that's really um, what the documentary is about. So um, I don't know what your Well, because it, it's, it's just an important we're going off on a tangent with it because yeah. it's all about self-confidence, right? Yeah. And, and you know, this girl is asking, how do I not look at social media and compare myself and get depressed that I don't look like this or get, you know, get down about myself? And, and, that, and we're taking it back to the roots of, like, yeah. where it begins. Where does self-confidence yes. begin? And yes. I think that that's important to know 
to look at yourself and look at your family life and look at how you were raised and just kind of break that down for yourself and say, mm-hmm. where do I get my self-confidence? Why do I not have it? Why do I have it here? Why do I not? Just to really get familiar with that and right. understand it. And I think that also will help you um, conquer that. And so that you can go on Instagram and look at these these bitches with all this fake shit and not be affected by it. You know what I mean? And so that's why I was bringing that up because it just, I had a light bulb thinking about that. It's just so deep. It's so deep. It makes sense. Very deep. There's a lot of layers to it. Mm -hmm. So Um, Also, the last thing I'll add to that question is if, um, and this is something that I am not judging at all because it's something that I absolutely deal with myself um, is, excuse me, my lack of confidence. I mean, I'm sorry, my lack of discipline. Mm-mm. My lack of discipline will mm-hmm. not allow me to look how I want to look right now. Yep. And that's my fault. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out where that's, you know, going wrong for me. So if you want to look a certain way and you have the ability to do that, but you just are not doing it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you, you know, you don't have that discipline, figure that out because that's where I am. So that's I'm with exactly you, where, I, where I am too. We're, we're yeah. on the same page with yeah. Aaron and we I always, we're talk always about on the same page. <laughs> We're like, when is it going to happen? <laughs> when will we care enough? <laughs> what do I have to do? What do I have to do to care? What do I have to do to I care? I know. See, Nas cares. She cares yes. enough to get the job done. And we I, don't yeah. care. We don't care. I, I have to care. It's like, yes. it's for my mental health. It's for, you know, I also think like, like going back to the patterns, like, I want to set a strong example for my future children. Right, right. You know, and I think about that with my work as well. Like they, I want them to see their mother working hard and establishing herself. Like Mm -hmm. I think about all of that. And it's like, I, and it's a part of my job. Like if I'm going to model a swimsuit, I got to look appropriate. So like, let's be honest. That definitely helps. I think maybe I should become a model so that (laughs) (laughs) I will be forced into discipline. You're like, I'm getting paid. I need to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I have no choice. I have yeah. to eat these oats with no flavor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Vegetable soup every day. Right, right. Real quick, before we go, um, just to end, wrap up that topic, um, like you guys said, like, we are, every woman is going through shit. Every woman is, yes. is not confident about something in their life. And so... The best thing that you can do is just mind your own business, mind yourself, stop looking at other people, stop comparing yourself to other people. Again, it's easier said than done. I am not exempt from this. I go on Instagram all the time and wish I had a washboard stomach and perky breasts, but I don't. So (laughs) it is what it is. I still love myself regardless. You have to, you have to find, you have to find the things that make you special, you, you unique and go with it and run with it. And that's all Amen. you can do. Amen. <laughs> that's all you can do. Yeah, and try yep. to find that discipline. <laughs> yep. And work on the other things. Yep. <laughs> Always right. a work in progress. Yeah. Yep. That's Thank good. you guys for listening today. We will uh, be back next week. Yeah, because we still have more questions we didn't get to. So we exactly. will do another one. Aaron, you ready? (laughs) Yeah, I'll be back. See you guys later. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Ladies Like Us from The Lady Gang and Podcast One. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Faquette. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. Hey, I'm Autumn Calabrese, and I have a question for you. How do you do life? I might be a superstar trainer, but I'm also a boy mom, sister, daughter, friend, and entrepreneur. You might think my life is all working out and cooking healthy, delicious recipes, but trust me, there is so much more to it, and this is it. This is all of those real moments you talk about with your family and friends. Ever wonder what else life has to offer? Bring your curious appetite, and let's do life together. Subscribe now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and PodcastOne.com.